So you were just telling me that you set out with a goal in a brand new market to turn $1,000 into $40,000 in 40 days. What? Yeah, um, it was, it was going to be, it, it was a scary goal, but the whole reason for $40,000 is, you know, $40,000 is the average American income per year. So I wanted to show people that you don't have to have a massive amount of resources. You don't have to have a massive amount of time to blow that goal completely out of the water. Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair. What got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. the Business Breakthrough Podcast, and I am honored to have Zach Booth on the show today. Zach, welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I am so excited. So guys, just a few years ago, Zach was a window cleaner. You can even find his window cleaning tutorial videos on YouTube with millions of views. And although he achieved success with that business, he always dreamt of being a real estate investor. Taking a leap of faith, he walked away from window cleaning, and within a handful of years, he was making over a million dollars per year from real estate investing. He now has his own team and spends much of his time giving back and helping others get started in the competitive game of real estate. And your passion now, like we were just talking before we hit record, is just to guide other business owners in starting their own business in investing successfully in real estate. And you were just starting to tell me, but I didn't get the end of the story yet, that you decided to go to a brand new market. You went out to Tampa, you took $1,000 and you had a goal, turn $1,000 into $40,000 in 40 days and document it. That's where you left me off. I want to hear the rest of this story. Yeah. Well, well, kind of like the whole concept behind it. Maybe some of your listeners have watched this. If you haven't, you definitely should. Um, there's a guy named uh, something, Frank Stearns, I think. He's a billionaire. Um, and he had a show that he started called Undercover Billionaire. I know this came out with season two with like Grant Cardone and a few other characters, but I haven't watched that. But season one was amazing. And the whole point of that show was to share that the American dream is alive and well. You, know, you all are business owners. You want to be business owners. Like it's a great show. His, his goal is to fly to a whole new market where no one knows him, change his name so he doesn't have his influence. And he wants to take $100 and turn it into a million-dollar company in 90 days. And he gets a smartphone, a car, and um, yeah, just a smartphone and a beat-up old truck. I mean, this billionaire is sleeping in his truck, eating ramen noodles he buys from a gas station, cleaning toilets. I freaking love it. It gives me goosebumps. Just I want to do this so bad. That yeah. sounds so cool. <laughs> right? I was like, wow, that guy's so cool. Like, I love it, you know? And so um, I, I was up super late one night trying to inspire people because I feel like most times people don't take action because they have fear. They don't have faith. And I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins and he talks about cycle success. You have to first start with a massive amount of belief and faith because if you don't, you don't give massive action. And if you don't give massive action, you get crappy results and you say, see I knew as a failure and you continue to live by fear in a, in a, in a place of scarcity. And, but if it's the opposite, it's true. If you start with a massive amount of belief and faith, wherever you get that from, whether that's from someone else or from something you saw or somewhere with inside you, you give a hundred percent. And when you give a hundred percent, you get results, you get results. You say, see, I knew I could do it. And you spiral upwards in life. Totally. And I want to make a distinction because I'd heard that from Tony Robbins a few times. And I, 
I struggled with it because I'm like, what if you don't have the time or the bandwidth to take massive action? Because in my head, I was translating massive action as some big action you had to do. And then in like a later training from him or, or an advanced training, I don't remember, I got clarity. He wasn't saying you have to do a big thing. He was saying you have to take significant action. It could be a lot of small things. It could be a tiny thing once a week, but it's massive to you. It's yeah. moving the needle. It's significant as opposed to sizable. And I just want to make that distinction for the audience because for me, it was a game changer in understanding the concept. Right. Love it. Love it. So I, I love that you understand those principles as well, you know? And so I was, I was up late one night. I couldn't sleep because I had some students that were just like not taking action in the course that I gave them. They, like they would just buy the course and they wouldn't take action. I'm like, this was the real estate course. Yeah. This because I teach people, right? I'm not trying to promote my course. Okay. I don't want the listener to be like, oh, you're just trying to sell. I'm not selling anything. Okay. But I was, I was up late, like trying to figure out like what, what can I do to inspire people? Like to give them that faith, that confidence. And I was like, well, what gave me faith? Cause I used to be a skeptic. I was like, you can't get properties 50 cents on the dollar, not in this market. Yada. You know, I had those same thoughts and I was like, well, what made it, what made it real? What made me believe? And I had, I believe the gift from God. Like it was an amazing experience. I was washing windows for a super wealthy gentleman. It's where I started as a window washer. Okay. So I'm washing windows for this super rich guy. And you know, I'm just kind of like this hillbilly that doesn't know anything. You know, we kind of laughed about this. You know, my mom was hunting bears with her bow. She's like 60 years it. old. Yeah. So, I, anyways, I'm, I'm a redneck from Utah. Right. And so like, I had no, no, no money, no, no rich uncles, none of those things. You know, my grandpa died with one tooth and a gun to his name. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> is that real? Or is that pretend? It, no, it's totally real. Right. <laughs> his, everyone called him bud. Okay. Like <laughs> you're like the perfect cliche. I love it. Uh, yeah, dude. That's, that's my family history. Honestly, I'm, I'm, nobody knows me. Right. So anyways, um, I, I wanted to, you know, get into this game of real estate and a listening podcast. I was so confused and so skeptic. And then, um, I was washing windows for this wealthy gentleman and he told me all about how he'd retired in his twenties and does, he's doing multi-million dollar developments. He's like 80 and he's still just cranking in the money. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. I said, man, if I could just get two rentals this year, it'd be life-changing. He's like, oh, I've got two I don't want to deal with. I haven't collected rents in four months. I don't want to deal with them. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I'd be happy to buy them. He's like, well, I'll give you a really good price. I like you. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm thinking he's full of crap, right? Because that's, I'll give you a really good price. Pay me top dollar, you know? But anyways, he gives me these properties. He wants a half a million, but that's a huge discount. They're like horse properties. They're probably worth like 750 to 800,000. Okay. Right. And I'm like, wow, I would, uh, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, okay, well, can you get a loan? Uh, no, <laughs> then, <laughs> nope, that's not going to happen. Like, right? I got a couple bear carcasses, a bow and an old tooth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, I'll do some train. I got some beaver pelts or something, you know? <laughs> so uh, anyways, I, I, I'm like, no, like I, I can't get a loan. And um, he's like, well, I'll finance them. And he's it's like, could you put 20% down? You know, I'm like doing the math and oh no, definitely not. <laughs> Most definitely not. And um, I was like, I could give you a couple thousand dollars though. And he's like, oh, that works. I was like, really? And <laughs> so like, he just hands these properties over to me and I go in and I just clean them up. They weren't in horrible shape. I kicked the tenants out and I put tenants in place and I gave the tenants the right to buy them from me for much more than what I put them under contract for. Right. And they exercise the right to buy me out the next year. So meaning I made a hundred thousand dollars profit on those properties. And I was like, wow. holy, holy moly. Right. Like, <laughs> holy, like I was like on cloud nine. I was blown away. How you old know? Were you? 
Um, I was in my, my mid twenties, early twenties. I'm only 32 now. This was not long ago. Right. Right. Like it is, it has changed like that experience. His name was Stan Nielsen. His wife's name was Peggy. Just beautiful people. Love him to death. I haven't talked to him for a long time, but you know, it was, it was a really cool experience. And so I had that experience fast forward, you know, I've made millions of dollars. I'm doing this on a regular basis, but that first experience gave me so what confidence. What is this? You're getting undervalued properties, putting in tenants and then selling them to the tenants like that specific pathway? Not necessarily. Now what I do is even less risk and less scary and way easier. So what I do is what's called real estate wholesaling. So basically I find an off-market discounted property like I would have found with Peggy and Stan Nielsen, right? How do you put find it up- that? Sorry, I want to like break it down. Like, how do you we, do that? We can definitely break that down, but I'll explain what we do, okay. right? So we're essentially okay. like a pawn shop for house houses, right? People come to us for the speed um, speed and easy. Kind Are of you one of those guys with like the yellow signs? We on buy the, houses cash. Um, yes. We buy ugly houses, that's, billboards. That, yeah. Close. That's us. That's us. That's yes. me. That's I me. love so, this industry so much because <laughs> it looks so sleazy and it's not, and it's so great. And I've met someone else who's in this world and I love it. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, fantastic. So, so yeah, so that's what we're doing, right? We find off-market, majorly discounted properties and you think, oh, well, Zach, I can't do that because I don't have money. I don't have the ability to get loans. I don't have the rich uncle. I don't have debt. Well, I don't, I didn't either. Right. So what, what I learned you can do is in your purchase agreement with the seller, you have a clause in there that says I can assign or sell this purchase agreement to someone else. So, so you get this agreement and you market the agreement for sale. So then I go to Joe, the house developer or Joe, the deep pockets that flips houses. And I say, Hey, Joe, I've got this property here fixed up. It's worth 150 you know, would you pay 120 for it or a hundred for it? And you got it under contract for 60. Right. And he goes, yes, I would. And so you make $40,000 just writing an agreement that you're going to assign that contract to Joe. Right. And so I'm getting assignment fees. I make $30,000 on average per deal. I find here in Utah, just finding the deal. But what if you can't find, you know, deep pocket Dan to buy it off you? Are you on the hook for that 60 K if you don't have it? No, because in a real estate purchase agreement, you have an inspection period. So it's two, three weeks is usually the customary amount of time. So I have two, three, two, three weeks to do my inspection and have potential partners, potential, potential buyers of the deal to come inspect the property with me. And if I find out I'm under contract too high, just cancel my purchase agreement with the seller. I'm done. Zero risk. So for someone who's a good networker, hustler, people person, this is a dream. Yeah. If you can sell, like if you ever done door-to-door sales, stop doing door-to-door sales and come make millions doing this. Yeah. Even I can even see telemarketers, like anyone who's this to me is like the seller networking skill set. Like give people a different skill set, but those who have that like networking, selling, talking to people, connecting type of skill set, this is amazing. Yeah. That, or if you love marketing, right? If you're like a marketing nerd and you love marketing and you can put a salesman in between you and the, the leads, right? You can do this as well. Explain that because I'm a marketer and I'm not like this. I love the concept of it, but the idea of going and calling people and being like, Hey, I got a, a property. Do you want it? It's like, yeah. Well, what I do, so my marketing strategy and what's made me ultra successful and makes other people successful is called driving for dollars. So I have a driver that drives around and finds all the ugly houses in my market. How do you find an ugly house? You look at it and if it looks ugly, you're like, Hey, I'll buy this from you. No. So you drive around, right? Literally we have someone drives around and we identify a house that has physical signs of neglect, tarp on a roof, long grass, you know, not maintained house, peeling paint, 
broken down vehicles stuck with it and they can't afford to maintain it they can't eat or they, they don't want to or they don't care they, they inherited it. the property and they got four siblings that are freeloaders and they don't want to deal with it they just want it done they go through a divorce there's there's uh tired landlords like the rich investor that i dealt with you know right. like, they just don't, like they i don't, just don't want to deal with these two properties get them yeah, them, yeah just take away. them i'm done i know that you're going to make money i hope you crush it just if you can pay me this much i'm good with that Right. right. There's crazy situations you would never think of. Most people just most people think we're only working with people that are like down on their luck. That's actually not the case. People are down on their luck. There's liens, there's judgments, there's they're upside down in the mortgage. There's no money to make. It's going to go to foreclosure and the bank's going to take a loss like that's we don't work right. with down and outers. Right. We work with people that want convenience. Right. Yeah. That have equity that want convenience. So, um basically we drive around, we find these ugly houses. Uh, we have technology and stuff to make it very fast. Basically we have an app that you drive. I don't own it, but we use this app. It's called deal machine. We drive around and it's basically a Google maps image. You go, Oh, there's an ugly house. And you touch your finger on the house and it uploads all of the information that you need. Owner's name, property address, the mailing address, you know, according to tax records, you get phone numbers, emails, you name it. You got this it. This is amazing. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. You know what? Yeah. I told you I was exposed to this industry, but no one ever broke it down for me like this. I, you're just like, this is like an ABC to millionaire. Oh, this, this changed my life. I was a window washer, guys, literally four years ago. I was climbing ladders, my rotator cuffs going out, right? Like from the outside looking in, yeah, I was successful. I had millions of views on YouTube. I ended up on the history channel because of it. I had like th three trucks and 13. Oh, I don't know and, how you did that. Oh, it sucked. That's how I did it. It was a whole <laughs> lot of 80 hour work weeks and a lot of work. And, and, you know, I was paycheck to paycheck, just like most people. I was, I was, I didn't have what I have now. I have a team doing all this. I'm making over a million dollars a year and I don't do any of it. I don't do the driving. I don't do the cold calling or sending the texts or going on appointments. I coach, I teach, I help others. That's what I do because I love it, right? Yeah. So the, the thing is with this business, I'm spending about 15 cents on all of my marketing to produce a dollar. So, so basically what I'm saying is out of my gross million dollars that I'll, you know, I'll probably make closer to the 2 million this year. But if I make, let's say a million dollars this year, I'm only going to spend 150,000 of that on marketing. Cause so your that marketing is me, yellow signs pegs on the no, wall. I don't do yellow signs. It's, it's driving around, adding those addresses. So the driving texting. is the marketing. Yeah. So that's, that's the list creation, right? Okay. I create that list of ugly houses and then I send texts, postcards and cold calling. That's it to that list. And that's how much money I make. And, and the amount of money that I'm making is I spend, uh, like I said, 15% uh, of my gross revenue goes towards marketing costs. That leaves me with 85% of all of that money to pay myself, to pay my team. I mean, we eat well here, everyone, everyone on the team. I eat very well. And, and it, it, it's very easy to have a very pro I mean, I'm pulling 40% profit margins after paying everybody. I love it. So I get how you find the potential properties. This makes sense to me. And I think it does to all the listeners. How do you find the buyers? Because now you've got a bunch of sellers and you, you call the sellers and you text them and you email them and you say, hey, we'll buy your house, we'll buy your house, we'll buy your house. And I guess you need a certain amount of time in the industry to know what it should go for. Sure. There's, there's lots of things you need to learn. Like people are going to be like, oh, it doesn't sound too complicated, but yeah, there's a little bit of detail, right? Yeah, okay, that's why, they, that's why people hire coaches. That's right? just or information. You can, yeah. yeah. You can figure that out. How, right. how do you find buyers? 
buyers? Great question. So there's a, there's a handful of ways. The cool thing is buyers want to be found. Sellers are a little harder, but buyers want to be found. They want deals. They want wholesalers to give them deals. So uh, once you start putting out deals, they start coming to you 100%. Get, get me on your buyers list. Get me on your buyers list. But these buyers, they put themselves in these cute little groups for you to find them, right? They have real estate investors association clubs. So if you search REIA clubs in your city, you do that right now in LA where you're at and find a ton of people, right? And they put themselves in these groups so they can get put on lists, so they can get opportunities and work with other, uh, you know, mutually beneficial companies. Um, there are Facebook groups and Facebook real estate investor groups within different cities and marketplaces. You can pull it that way. Um, you can also pull records of cash transactions within your own market. You can look up houses that are for sale on Craigslist that look like they're vacant and completely remodeled. I guarantee a flipper did that. You call the listing agent and say, Hey, do you, does your guys, do you want to be added onto my list? I'm sure your flipper that you're listing will want my next deals. And then the agent brings you people, right? There's lots and lots and lots and lots of ways. One of my favorite ways um, and what I did for the 40 day challenge, right? Cause the, the 40 day challenge is to take that thousand bucks and turn it into 40 grand in 40 days, right? Mm -hmm. I had to have cash buyers do that. Cause once I found deals, I also had to sell those deals in those 40 days. Yeah. So the fastest way is I actually be, I broker a trade amongst what we call wholesalers, the guys that are doing this strategy, right? So what I do is I go, Hey, Mr. Wholesaler, uh, do you know, do you want to grow your cash buyers list? So you get more, more per deal. Right. So you have better buyers list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I trade. How many you have? I'm like, I don't know how many you have. <laughs> I haven't, you know, I, I haven't figured that out yet. I'm going to trade with other people as well. Well, I have 2000. Okay. I'll count you in on 2000. Then I go, Hey, Mrs. Wholesaler, how many cash buyers? Oh, I have a thousand. Okay. Well, I've got two, you know, <laughs> will you trade with me? Oh, fantastic. I was like, okay, great. I'll come back to you. Okay. I, and now I've got four or five wholesalers on the hook to trade cash buyers list. I put all the buyers together, get rid of duplicates and send the new revised one to everyone. And I get that list. So I started with zero cash buyers on my email list. When I flew into Tampa within four, within the three weeks that I was working on it, I had 11,000 cash buyers, every real estate agent, every contractor, every real estate wannabe guru, guru, you name it was on that list. Anywhere from and Orlando, Tampa, the other wholesalers South. by their yellow signs. Um, there's yellow signs, or I just look up the Facebook groups and seeing deals being posted. I call um, call them and say, "Hey, who's the other big dogs in the in the market? Like, who's wholesaling?" Just start right. calling. When you're people. in the world. I love it. I love yeah. it. I yeah. like you. You're great. Oh, thank you. And it's just because people get stuck. So I have a question. I don't know if you get asked this often. Where did you get the mindset to change what sounds like generational poverty, right? completely different, and, and to figure this all out, right? Because the, the figuring out of it, you're obviously smart. There are lots of smart people. It's not, it's not raw brain power, we both know. There's a certain drive and there's a certain, like you said, faith and trust and belief in yourself and your ability to accomplish that brought you to all this and brought you through it. Where did that come from? Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this.
You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?